Hello, my name is Sheetal and I am the host for our today's episode. So today we have our guest, Mr. Wolfgang, who was a former director and head of the supply chain and the transport industries in the World Economic Forum. So welcome, Wolfgang. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this with us. And let me come to the first question of our interview. So we would like to hear from you. How did your passion for supply chain evolve? I was always very interested in uh, what happens in the world and um, to connect uh, the dots across continents. And I think that's, uh, that's it, that uh, curiosity in uh, the flows of, of goods, of communication. And uh, yeah, here I am today as somebody who is still fascinated by all the magic in the global supply chain network. Thanks, thanks for that. So, uh, how how was how was your childhood? I mean, we would like to hear how were those formative formative years were look like? Who was your role model when you were child? What you wanted to be, and how did you arrive that supply chain is the best field that you sh you should pursue your career? If you would like to share on that, how did this manifest uh, itself in my childhood? I was uh, very fascinated by. Uh, by the books um, around or dealing with global trade, like uh, the story of Marco Polo, uh, like the, the story of the adventurers, of the sailors, uh, the Spanish, the Portuguese, uh, about the whole uh, civilization and, and how it emerged uh, in different parts of the world. And, and if you, if you travel the world, you will see a lot of similarities and these similarities come through connections and uh, people that traveled the world. And uh, that was always very fascinating for me. And uh, mm -hmm. then there were the books, but there were also the movies. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was able to, to move al alone, I, uh, I started traveling. Um, mm -hmm. but it was... Uh, in Europe, in Germany, and uh, experience all these differences and similarities uh, myself. Okay, okay. So, so you know that when you have started your career in the supply chain stream, you have started with the corporate field. So, uh, we know that you have started with the TNT. So, what was happening in the World Economic Forum when you were in the corporate world at that particular point of time? Would you like to share on that? Yeah, I started my management career at TNT, but there were other things before that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have experience with four borders or mm -hmm. even the, the Red Cross, which uh, is also an important international organization. Mm -hmm. um, at the forum at those days, so we're talking the 80s, mm -hmm. 80s and 90s, mm -hmm. Uh, the the main focus was on establishing a dialogue mm -hmm. um, at the beginning across European industry mm -hmm. to understand how European industry could compete with the Uni United States. Uh, that was kind of the beginning. Uh, then later on, uh, the multi-stakeholder idea came into play. Mm -hmm. And um, that meant that suddenly governments uh, were present, mm -hmm. 
uh, in uh, Davos where it all started. And uh, that was the beginning of creating multi-stakeholder communities. Mm -hmm. And from there, it, it evolved later on into um, an organization that dealt uh, with geopolitical tensions, uh, but also new themes mm -hmm. um, like digitalization and uh, media. Today, the forum is, uh, if you if you want to see it from that angle, a big media group as well. Yeah. Uh, very prominent on Facebook, social media, yeah. and uh, a, a recognized and trusted voice in the media landscape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think? How was the supply chain world back then when you started working in the corporate versus now, considering we have encountered many situations like COVID and war? What, what is your view on that? I think that uh, the supply chain world has moved. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, at its core, it's still very much a people-driven um part of the of the economy mm -hmm. so it is important to know people and and i think even that has played an important role in COVID because mm -hmm. or during COVID, because although those companies that had better technology uh, at work and mm -hmm. implemented fared better than those that didn't uh, there were also many cases where technology has failed us because technology was not prepared and programmed mm -hmm. for the volatility which we have seen uh, during COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, so if we take some, some learnings, um, uh, COVID has proven that technology is important and uh, I believe that the technological revolution within supply chains will continue mm -hmm. and got, got a push from uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. um, I also hope that uh, we will see uh, a stronger push on the sustainability front mm -hmm. because I, I think there is a probability that the way we operate also is a reason uh, for things like COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, we will hopefully get to the point where we see uh, supply chains as systems of systems that uh, need to be managed uh, in a holistic way. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, best, the best tool to achieve that is digitalization. And uh, if we do it right, uh, we will see new forms of uh, collaboration, uh, which will create, and I'm writing this regularly, um, mm -hmm. significant uh, economic and societal capital. Mm -hmm. Would you like to share some information on that, the article which you are writing? Oh, that article has been written, has been published by UNCTAD. Mm -hmm. the, um, the model is called CEDAS, Collaboration um, and, um, <coughs> uh, and Digitalization for Economic and Societal Value, mm -hmm. um, which in fact is built on uh, the hypothesis that uh, 
we need more balance in the world. So we mm -hmm. need a balance between digitalization and collaboration. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that there is no large scale collaboration without digitalization. Uh, just considering the sheer size of today's uh, supply chain networks. Yeah. But there is also no large, large scale digitalization without collaboration. Yeah. Because digitalization is about connecting. It's about building bridges. It's about exchanges. And yeah. exchanges require collaboration. So yeah. that's all the, the whole story, the simple story. Uh, simply said, but more difficult to be implemented around CDIS. Yeah, yeah. So do you think that after COVID, corporate has started looking at the supply chain problems in a different angle, the way they were looking uh, four years back? What What is your opinion on this? Some yes, some no. Okay, okay, that's great. And yeah. since we talk about the digitalization, we know that you have been working on this most pressing topics in your previous uh, assignments were when you were working with World Economic Forum and your other organizations. So would you like to share how your journey has been when, when we would like to discuss on the supply chain digitalization and the importance of the circular economy and of course your recent book that has been launched yesterday which is Maritime Decarbonization. Would you like to share your experience and the key takeaways for the supply chain professionals on this? Three pressing topics? Yes, these are three key topics. Let's start with digitalization. Mm -hmm. um, I always believed that um, supply chain and logistics is about communication. And this because you need a lot of actors mm -hmm. to move the cargo, uh, even of one company around the world, yeah. or even between two continents. Yeah. So, the the supply chain industry is by definition a cooperative industry mm -hmm. that it's about managing dependencies okay so how was the experience difference i mean being a supply chain professional myself i know when we will talk about the supply chain digitalization we will think about the business issues or the particular project on which we will be working as you were explaining us versus Probably, I'm pretty sure when you have joined the World Economic Forum, the, the experience was quite different when you will start looking at the supply chain world from comparatively higher level. So how was it different? Or let me rephrase my question. How joining the World Economic Forum as a supply chain professional changed your life? I'm not so sure whether the World Economic Forum changed my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the World Economic Forum early on, and mm -hmm. this is long before I, I joined the forum, mm -hmm. uh, changed the way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And this because of uh, the uh, encounter of, of very diverse uh, groups of people and uh, very mm -hmm. diverse ideas. So in that sense, I, I definitely owe the forum a quantum leap in, mm -hmm. in uh, the way I I think when it comes to digitalization, to put mm -hmm. it into that context, mm -hmm. um, you have the difference uh, or the difference is very simple. Mm -hmm. um, when you're in a corporate, you think inside the corporate. Yeah. When you are at the forum, yeah. you think within 
the context of the entire economy. Yeah. So you, you have an, an outside-in zooming, yeah. uh, which uh, gives you the possibility to think freely. Yeah. The difficulty uh, innovators have in the supply chain is that they are driven by the day-to-day challenges. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're under high pressure, mm -hmm. um, it is difficult to, let's say, fix the fence. Mm -hmm. um, you run after the sheep, right? That yeah. go out, out <laughs> and that run out. So, and it's difficult to fix the, the fence while you're hunting the sheep. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, you have to do it. So you have yeah. to find organizational fixes to fix the fence while catching the sheep and bring them back home. We know that your book on maritime decarbonization has recently released, uh, which was yesterday. So congratulations for that. And Thank would you like to share some information on that book? Uh, maybe the context and what were the research that has been going on since many years? The book builds on the work of uh, last year, which was the practical playbook of maritime decarbonization, mm -hmm. where we uh, worked with uh, a number of corporates, but also academia and other experts mm -hmm. on the topic. Mm -hmm. And uh, subsequently, we released five articles and uh, all that was so well received that we decided to write the book. Mm -hmm. The book uh, benefits from the contribution of uh, more than 70 experts from all walks of life mm -hmm. uh, in all parts of the world. Mm -hmm. They are all experts and, and professionals and uh, they have contributed their view. Mm -hmm. And uh, the framework we have given is what we developed in the practical playbook. That means a four-step approach which, st which starts with uh, mm -hmm. uh, scenarios and then uh, it's about value chains. So the value chains operate in a specific context and that context can be described in probabilities via scenarios. Mm -hmm. And within the value chains sit enablers, decarbonization enablers, and uh, all that can be brought to life mm -hmm. by uh, collaboration between mm -hmm. different parties. So that's the, the framework and then we spiced it up with a number of case studies and uh, yeah, we are very happy um, about the outcome. Let's see how the, how the book is received uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would definitely encourage all supply chain professionals to go through the book to understand the serious issue, which is maritime decarbonization across the world to get valuable insights across the industries that has been shared by working uh, across the different years i would say so coming to that uh, we know that uh, we you are going to address the supply chain forum at baku to the company executives on developments that they should consider in supply chain and the logistics industry we know that the event is yet to happen but would you mind to share some insights on that with us? Uh, annual forum and I'm uh, very happy to to speak there. Mm -hmm. um, it's a region uh, which is very prop prosperous because of uh, um, natural resources but mm -hmm. also 
of the specific uh, industries. I will speak about uh, mm -hmm. trends that I believe should be top of mind of uh, every executive. And I'm thinking in particular about decarbonization and digitalization. So no surprises here. I believe that both uh, need to brought from discussion to implementation. Mm -hmm. uh, both are system topics mm -hmm. and both require that we drive innovation from inside of us and uh, change the way we think and mm -hmm. operate across global supply chain networks. And that's what I will speak about. Okay, 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 sure. Thanks a lot. I know that you have been wearing multiple hats across your career uh, and you have been working in the supply chain world through many decades. So probably this, this much time is not really sufficient to understand your entire career journey. But thanks a lot for taking out your time to share your valuable experiences and insights throughout your career journey. And having said that, I would like to come to the last question that is probably more useful to the young people like me who would like to make their career in the supply chain field. What advice would you like to give to the supply chain professional from a futuristic standpoint? It's a profession with a lot of challenges, but also a lot of opportunities. So uh, be good in, uh, in what you are doing in supply chain. And that can be a lot because the supply chain, as I always say, it, is the economy because the economy has been designed to deliver all what we need to produce and deliver all what we need. So it's a very broad topic. I think we need much more people uh, that are at ease with digitalization, with uh, uh, analytical models. Uh, so this is what people who have an interest in this uh, can definitely continue to work on and bring value to the supply chain. Yeah. Uh, in general, I, I think that um, we uh, need a more sustainable approach to supply chain. So those who have a sustainable soul uh, definitely uh, can add value and uh, overall, I, I think that not only for those who are considering, but also for those who are in the supply chain business, mm -hmm. uh, try system thinking because uh, yeah. the world in the digital age is a system of systems and uh, yeah. we have to understand what that means yeah. and yeah. not only in supply chains. Yes. Thanks a lot for your valuable insight and the advice we would definitely take with you. And having said that, here we are coming to the end of our interview. Thanks a lot again, Wolfgang. And uh, we are really happy to spend half an hour with you to understand your career journey, your challenges and the problems that you have faced. And of course, the most important thing is the advice, which is really, really helpful for young people like us in the supply chain world. So thanks a lot for that. Pleasure. Thanks for the invite.